Well, welcome everyone to Ecclesia United. My name is Anthony Richardson. I'm the founder and the president of Ecclesia United. I want to thank you uh, for joining us today uh, for this installment of our podcast uh, library. Um, thank you again uh, for joining us and finding us. Uh, I'm not sure what led you to us, but we're so glad that you have uh, met with us online uh, in our podcast library. If you haven't already subscribed, um, obviously you have found us. I would encourage you to hit the subscribe button so that you're updated and made aware of um, uh, new installments that come and are published in our library. Um, these are raw, uncut. Uh, I haven't been editing these. I don't want them really edited at all. I just want to just uh, come on and share um, the things that God is sharing with me uh, with you. I think they would be, I think they're helpful. They've been helpful for me. And so as a result, I know they'll be helpful for you. Um, so just again, thank you for joining. If, and, like, and again, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can be abreast of what we are talking about and connected with us. Um, so thank you for that. I'm not sure where to start today. I'm all, I may have said that on a few other podcasts before. Um, I, I, th- I have this pilot sentence, though, that I want to kind of uh, kind of lead into our discussion today. And so I have been listening here this this past week uh, or, or, and, and this week um, to this song. I've heard this song before, but it's kind of at different times, uh, different songs will come up in my heart. And I'll find myself singing them in my head or listening to them on repeat. Um, and this is one song by an artist by the name of Kirk Franklin, if you don't know him. Um, an amazing artist has done a lot of great things in the, uh, uh, in the community of uh, Christian music. And um, this is one song called uh, My World Needs You. And there's him and several other artists that are uh, a part of this particular song. But there's this one line in the song that kind of sets the tone for what, we, what we're going to talk about today in this installment um, in our podcast library. And, and the line uh, goes, um, uh, it, it says, uh, storms have come and torn our hearts in two. Um, the, 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 you can, you can gather by the title of the song, which is my world needs you. Um, and, and throughout the song, they're talking about, you know, various things that have come, challenges that have come, different things that have happened, uh, things that are, that are going on that are, that are, that are signets, uh, um, uh, and symptoms, if you will. Uh, that are pointing to the fact that the world needs God and the world needs God's help. The world needs God's grace. And um, and in that particular line of the song kind of really stood out to me. Um, and again, it says storms have come and torn our hearts in two. And then it goes on and says, we need you. Um, and uh, it stood out to me. Primarily because there's a few people that I know uh, at the time I'm making this podcast recording. There's a few people that I know that ha- that are having some heart challenges, um, and th- there's that's interesting to me because the, what what we're going to talk about today, I, I, I believe, are are the root causes. Um, of of these things, there's a lot going on in the world. There is a lot going on in the world, um, 
there's a lot of things that can that that have happened and that are currently still in the process of unfolding um, that that bring a level of discomfort um, to people, um, a level of uncertainty, um, a level of caution. Uh, and, and those things are, I think, are natural things that happens. Right. So so to be uncertain or to be cautious, I don't think there's any error in that. Uh, that's not a fault in an individual. That's not a sin that needs to be corrected. It's a natural thing uh, and a natural feeling uh, that one can have. Um, about a particular situation or circumstance or, wh- or whatever it is that they're faced with, they can have those feelings of uh, unrest, uneasiness, um, uh, even fear. Uh, real, these are real life things that people are dealing with. And people, they don't know what to think. You know, the, you have the government in turmoil that's fighting on on each side of the aisle, and then there's fighting on the respective sides of the aisle. And so I'm not sure where any of you um, uh, fall at on the political spectrum, but you know, there's, there's Democrats against Republicans and then there's Democrats against other Democrats and Republicans against other Republicans and, you know, conservative Democrats and moderate Democrats and, you know, all, uh, and then conservative Republicans and moderate Republicans and all these tags and titles and these different things. But, What's happening between is that there's there's fighting, there's discord at at between the groups, there's discord within the groups. There's if you think about the stuff that's even happening in the world, there's there's, there's uneasiness and discord with the, the current pandemic. Uh, the, the the stuff that's happening there and uh, boosters and ch- children's uh, uh, children's vaccines and. What are we doing about schools and public events? And should we mask and should we not mask? And should we gather for the holidays or not gather for the holidays? All these questions and these these questions um, and, and, and lend themselves sometimes to a splitting of the hair, if you will, or split decisions, not knowing where to fall at on each side as we try to navigate <clears throat> through the challenges that we're facing. There's family challenges. Um, there's people at, at, at odds with each other, with family members. There's discord there. There's 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 relationships that are falling apart. Marriages that are falling apart. Uh, homes that are wrecked. Um, catastrophes. Storms have come. Uh, all kinds of different things that are happening. And and in my estimation. Um, in, in one sense, if you haven't had an opportunity, I really would encourage you to go back in our podcast library and listen to the uh, this four installments where we're walking through some Hebrew numbers and letters, uh, the numbers five, seven, eight, two, and then the associated Hebrew letters. Go back in our library and read those or, or read those, uh, or listen to those, um, because I think they'll be very, very helpful to you to understand um one theme that's for sure, a thread that's for sure in the midst of all of what's going on right now. And, and that thread is that God is desiring the attention of the people, everybody, 
believers and unbelievers. Uh, it doesn't matter. Everybody needs to stand at attention and hear what God is saying and heed what he is saying. I think that's a primary thought. And in the midst of what's happening, I, I, I believe also that um, our adversary for, for, for the, the, which in this case would be Satan. Uh, there, there was a way I was, I, I wanted to say something and then I just stopped myself from saying it. Um, so that's why you heard me kind of hesitating there in my voice. Um, um, but there, there, there has been an all out um, attack, if you will, um, assault, um, a campaign uh, that 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 the adversary Satan has has launched, and and in in that in that assault and in that campaign, the 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 objective is to disrupt the heart to disrupt the heart to 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 sow discord and disrupt the heart now i want to i want to take a moment and break down this word discord i love words i i believe that words are the most powerful institution or weapon that we have available to us in this natural time it's our words it's not guns it's not other forms of artillery. I really believe that words are the most powerful thing that we have available to us. Words created the word, the world, the world that we live in. When God said in the beginning, whatever he said, it was so and it still is so in accordance to his word as he has said those things. And his word does not return unto him void, which is when the scripture says but it will accomplish that which he pleases and it will prosper in that where to he has sent it. So it behooves us as individuals, one, to watch the words that we are saying out of our mouths because the words that we speak out of our mouths are the Lego or the building blocks to the environment around us. Word, uh, if, you, if, you, if, um, if you, you can go in your Bible and read, I think this is John John chapter one, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was with God. The word, word that's used in that verse is the word logos. And that word logos roots from this word lego. Lego um, uh, is, 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 we know Legos, they're building blocks. Those are the building blocks uh, words are the building blocks that builds the environment that we live in. So there's been a lot of idle words. There's been a lot of things people have been saying, whether it's been across mainstream media, whether whether it's been from places of leadership, uh, whether, been, whether it's been prominent voices that have been speaking out, uh, whether it's been... Uh, protests or what have you there's been a lot of words spoken out and so if we examine the words that are being spoken out we can see this pattern of discord that is coming out with the words so in the words in the cadence of the speech in the words in the rhetoric in the spirit behind the words 
there is this spirit of discord that is coming out and being spewn out, if you will, out of the mouths of people, and which which causes this contention. So 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 the words that are being spoken are causing the contention because the words are again creating the environment in which we are living. So as we're sowing different words, when I say sowing, I'm saying speaking different words. And when you're speaking those words, I mean the fact that they are the Legos or the building blocks that are going out of our mouths and into the world or into the atmosphere, then then they're being spewn out. Though so those words are 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 the are are the uh, are the are the hands or the f- that are framing this environment, and so uh, uh, as we sow those words or speak those words out of our mouths, those words are being sown into the atmosphere, and sowing into the atmosphere is is just as a farmer would sow seed into its into the earth to reap a harvest from the seed so when the when the word when the seed is sown into the ground there is an expectation of something to come forth so for instance if the farmer plants wheat in the ground the expectation is when he or she returns at some set time in the future that there will be wheat there and so the, our adversary is is utilizing individuals because they have the power people mankind humans have the power to speak words out of their mouths and the words that are spoken out of their mouths frame the atmosphere so if you're not careful you can be a host if you will for demonic activity in which the in which the adversary attempts to use you as an individual to sow discord or sow words into the atmosphere because 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 the adversary has an expectation with these attempts or with these hosts that he's using so this is why you have to as the book of James would say uh, in, in, in the Bible, it would say, set a guard at your mouth because you need to, as an individual, as a human that has the power to speak words because we are created in God's image and after his likeness. We, we have the power to speak words and we, we have to, that, therefore, we have to set a watch, a cognitive watch at what we are saying because our adversary is attempting to use whomever is not watching vigilantly to uh, whoever is not watching vigilantly to use them to sow words into the atmosphere because he has an expectation his expectation is discord now now um I want to I want to break apart this word discord because this is very very important so the word discord uh, is two words okay so the word discord is two words it has a prefix the prefix in the word is dis dis okay and that means apart so dis is it means apart so that's that's so apart or divide or separate 
that that's what that's what dis is meaning. Now, now here's what's super interesting to me is the word is the word chord. So discord. So the second part of that word is chord. The word chord is this Greek word cordia, uh, cordia uh, or cardia. Uh, it, 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 which is the it, which is the same word where we get our English word cardiac or or cardiology. The the chord in that word is is dealing with the heart. So so chord is heart. So the attempt of the enemy or the expectation that our adversary has is to tear apart hearts. Now, now this is why that song that I mentioned earlier uh, is is so important. It it it, it, it resonates with, with with this season of of studying and time that we're in right now is because because the lyrics and the words says in that song says storms have come to tear our our hearts in two, and then it goes on to say, God, we need you. Uh, because God is the only one who can mend torn apart hearts. Now, I want to go further with this torn apart hearts concept that's coming out of the word discord. Because if you watch within the atmosphere, remember um, I said earlier that the, our adversary is attempting to use anyone who's not being watchful and vigilant to watch what they are speaking because what they are speaking, they have the power out of their mouths to speak words and those words form the atmosphere. And that is so because humans are made in the image of God and in his lap and after his likeness. Book of Genesis chapter one. Okay. So uh, in chapter two and in chapter three, you can read those and, and, and you can see that we're made in the image of God and after his likeness, humans made in the image of God and after his likeness. And so and so the, the, the enemy has been working to leverage the power that has been given to humans to govern within the earth. So he's attempting to use the humans to speak the words that he wants to speak into the earth because he has a expectation which is to divide hearts that's his expectation just like the sower of the seed of wheat that when the farmer goes and sows that wheat he has or he or she has there they have an expectation to go and harvest wheat at some point in time the enemy is designed to harvest discord he wants to see this. And so any and any any and everybody that can be used to join in this effort of of sowing discord because the the objective is to reap discord or to harvest discord, he's going to use. Now whether he uses talking pundits that are part of mainstream media outlets, he will use them to go head and head, go head to head right in front of you. It's not a, it's, it's a one, it's not a wonder, uh, 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 <laughs> kind of like, what am I going to say there? Uh, it's, it's no wonder that you see what's prevalent nowadays, especially on cable media outlets is to have individuals all gathered 
and talking and debating and what's and what typically uh, incites or excites people about this on screen live public debate between these experts giving their analysis and opinion is the raw candor in which individuals are speaking to each other so so the uncut raw uh almost um it, 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 almost even to the point of being and, and I say almost actually to the point of being rude to the point of offending people on the public mainstream stage and people are glued to whatever their flavor of media uh, consumption is theirs and they're watching this go down and they're consuming this and they're watching it go down, they're hearing it through their ears and their eyes and their ears are gateways to the brain or, or, the brain, one of the things, one of the ways that the Bible speaks about the innermost thoughts of a human being, it doesn't speak about the, the, the innermost thoughts of the human being from the perspective of the brain, but it speak, but the Bible speaks about the innermost thoughts of an individual from the perspective of the heart. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so as, so as an individual is glued to whatever their flavor of media outlet consumption is, they are hearing with their ears and seeing with their eyes these, these events transpire before them. But what they're not recognizing is the subtlety behind what's happening and the reason why media ratings are so high on these channels is because they are, are attempting to exploit when I say they, it's not necessarily the media outlet themselves, but remember any host that is not aware and being vigilant and watching what they're doing, they can become a host for the adversary to use to run his agenda or to sow his seed for the expectation and the harvest that he desires. So if it's discord, and you have an outlet that's not that is concerned with more so with ratings and people watching the the station versus disseminating clear and accurate information then those media outlets will be a host for the adversary to to execute his plan and all what's being played out that people are seeing with their eyes and hearing with their ears is underneath this subtlety of discord that's being sold. So watching this public debate and this dissension and the going to blows right there on TV is desensitizing people to being uh, sensitive to their brother or sister or their fellow human. It's desensitizing them to that. These are human beings that have lives and cares and concerns. It's desensitizing them to that and, and causing them to be insensitive to that so much so that their rhetoric and the words that are coming out their mouths 
are in a sense or, or actually practically cutting down people, cutting through their hearts and sowing discord to where relationships are being are being uh, destroyed as a result of uh, of of just this just this this uh, this this stuff that's been moving has been moving about and being strewn out. It, this is this is very true. What I'm saying because you cannot even in in on, in a regular working environment you can barely, if you even can, have a political conversation with anybody without it actually ascending to a point to where there is visible contention between individuals because they have a particular perspective, whether it's liberal or moderate or conservative or wherever on that on that range or, or wherever on that spectrum anyone may land, it's not even safe. In fact, it's volatile to even have or incendiary to even have a political conversation at work because people will go to, a, to the extent of blows or fighting because of how they how they fall in that spectrum just think about what is it about the fact that someone could ask you in the midst of a pandemic uh in which it's been you can debate or not or not debate what i'm about to say uh <clears throat> it's been proven that masks help to stop the spread uh, of of the coronavirus. In fact, uh, there was a study that showed that mask wearing s drastically cut even the transmission of the flu virus uh, at a time in 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 which uh, I'm thinking about Australia particularly uh, because the study was talking about them uh, back in 2020 when, when when we were live and hot right in the middle of the coronavirus the, the first spread of it. Uh, and the wearing of masks, we'd entered into flu season in Australia, and and what the doctors and and the healthcare system saw out there was this immensely large decrease in the number of flu cases in the midst of flu season. They hadn't even they had hit some. It was some gross number. Don't quote me on this, but it was some gross number of like where you typically would have maybe a thousand, you know, flu cases a day coming in in flu season in that region. It was something like 10 a day because masks were being worn. So I so 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 put a pin there and go back to what I was going to say, which was what is it about so someone saying to you, a flight attendant, this has been a big thing that's been out as of late, a flight attendant saying to somebody, hey, ma'am, hey, sir, you need to put your mask on. What is it? What is so volatile about that um, request to please put your mask on that people would become so hot and volatile about that question that they would literally fight an airline attendant because they've been asked that. What has happened over time to desensitize people to the fact that this is a request 
uh, of of a business in which you're patroning, uh, and 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 for the safety of not only yourself but for the safety of everybody that's on this enclosed fuselage and capsule in the air that's circulating this this air what is it about that 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 can uh that can be so volatile that the the mere asking of you to put your mask on would would cause for you to be to go to to go to blows now i understand the other aspect of that which is well when you're eating or drinking you take the mask off and so you're then exposed at that time as well we can debate and we can we can talk about those different things but the the point of it all is is what has happened what has been sown into the world so much so that what we are now seeing sprouting up out of the ground is this high level of discord or dissension or disagreement between individuals that's literally tearing apart relationships and people groups and and individuals um, uh, and to where they're retreating to one quarter and the other one's retreating to their other corner and never the twain shall meet that is a problem that that we that this that that this word discord is speaking to discord has torn apart the hearts of individuals that where safe relationships are very rare the ability to have just a uh, I was going to say platonic. I don't think that's the word I'm looking for. Just to have a safe conversation and discuss even things you may have differences on is a very hard or very rare to be able to do. What is it that has happened across the world? Could it be possible that what we've been seeing and consuming on mainstream media or hearing on radio outlets and podcast series or or talking within the public? Because what what end up what ends up happening is what people begin the rhetoric and the cadence of the speech of individuals when they talk with people is a mirror copy of what they've actually been hearing and consuming on media outlets. So what happens on media on TV becomes what happens in the in the lunchroom or the break room on the job. It's what happens in the grocery stores. It's what happens around the dinner table. So much so that young children are not even talking to their parents because they have opposing views they're on different sides of the spectrum of thought and they're so divided in their hearts that they're not even speaking to each other and now the family is being torn apart this is a problem and you have to be aware what we're attempting to do with this particular podcast is raise the awareness and raise the flag that there is a problem going on in the world and i don't think that 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 that's anything novel that we're saying here is that there's a problem going on in the world but i think what is novel is understanding what is the source of that problem and the source of that problem is a spirit of discord that has been sown throughout the land and 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 it's been proliferating through individuals hearts and minds that it's tearing people apart 
Uh, and and so that that's 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 something to be uh, to be to be noted. Now, now what I want to say on the opposite side of that is this other word that is in a sense an antonym or an opposite of discord, and that's the word concord. Concord, two words as well, prefix con meaning with. Con is with or together or synchronized or in agreement. Con and then chord, same as in discord. It's the same word in concord. Chord is hearts. So we have with concord is hearts that are together or connected or in agreement or synchronized or in fellowship or in communion or in community. That's what we're talking about when we talk about the word concord. That is what God desires. He would, he would, the none would perish, but he would, uh, he also would that, that we would, um, uh, we would be in agreement, um, that we, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, I can't bring it up in my head. And I know this verse is in Psalms 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. This, this, this is, this is what, this is what God was wanting for brethren to dwell together in unity, in agreement, in concord, in unitedness, in together. This is what, this is, this is what uh, God wants for us. So, so he always talks, he talks to us a lot in, in the scriptures about being reconciled, being reconciled one to another. This, this, this spirit of reconciliation is, 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 is a, is a action verb oriented. It is an action oriented word that's saying that you as an individual, regardless of what has happened to you, should always be making an effort to reconcile, to keep agreement, or to keep peace. Now, this that that that, that word peace is is um, is is a very interesting word, um, or to keep harmony, I should say more aptly, uh, because harmony is a very very interesting word too. Because harmony is in a sense it, at the very root of it, it's agreement. So so harmony and concord are in the same family. Uh, and so so that's the effort that we have to be that we have to be following peace with all men, working to be in harmony with each other, because that that is that is the environment that's going to yield um, the fruit out of the earth or the seeds out of the earth that are being sowed. So 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 if I back up, I would say if we sowed harmony or if we sowed concord or if we sold agreement or if we sold unitedness or if we sold togetherness or if we sold uh, unity I may have said that already but if we sow those things then the expectation is to get unity or harvest unity that's that that is an intentional effort that's driven by the spirit of God in order to bring forth a different type of environment. 
uh, not a disturbed environment, but uh, a, an environment that's uh, operating in peace. Now, peace. Uh, I want to. I want to. Um, there's a few scriptures I want to kind of. I want to go through. Uh, I think at this point now, which would be John chapter 14 verse one. Uh, it's and it starts off. Let not your heart be troubled. Uh, uh, so let not your heart be troubled. That the word troubled there uh, is 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 the is the word disturbed or turbulence, uh, uh, or turbutur or turbut turbutur. I think it's how it said turbutur, which is where we get the English word turbulence. Let not your heart be disturbed. Let not your heart be in turbulence. So you you have you have as an individual the responsibility and the onus to let not your heart be disturbed uh and now now it it's it's a it's an important it's important that we under that we that we emphasize that that you as an individual have the responsibility and the onus upon you to let not your heart be disturbed. Now, how do you let not your heart be disturbed? The the way that you let not your heart be disturbed is to believe. Now, this 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 sense of believing that you can go back in our podcast library because I think there is one, maybe the one right before this, where it talks about uh, uh, believing. Uh, I would implore you to go back and listen to that because that's that's the differentiator between uh, 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 one that's in relationship with God and one that is not in relationship with God. And and so so this 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 essence of believing is is uh, uh, the differentiator. So 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 in order to let not your heart be troubled. I have to believe if I believe, then that puts you in a place to where your heart is not troubled. Now, now that 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 sounds very um, non I'm going to I'm going to make up a word depthful. Uh, so so let not your heart be troubled. Uh, and so you, the way you let not your heart be troubled is believed. So the differentiator is to believe. So if you believe, then that lets not your, that that causes you to let not your heart be troubled. Well, we got to drill down into that uh, because because that, that there's 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 something I want you to see. Uh, so John fourteen one starts off: Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Now this 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 word believe is is this word creditus creditus so that that's where we get our english word credit so 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 just think about this when when you if you have a credit card if you have a credit card that credit card has entitled the card holder of that account to have access on credit to financial resources to be able to procure things. We, we can just say it like that. So, so on credit, you can go and make a purchase. Now you can debate whether you should or should not. That's a, that's a, you, you can debate that. 
whether you should use credit or not use credit. That's not what we're attempting to debate here. What we are saying is that 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 if you were to go into on credit, make a purchase with your credit card, you can take home at that moment, at the point of sale, at that moment of swiping your card, signing for it, you can walk out of the store with that merchandise in hand and begin to enjoy it right then. So, so this essence of believing is you as an individual on credit gaining access to a world that's not available to a non-believer, which is a world of peace and harmony, which is made available in the kingdom of God. It doesn't mean you don't have trouble, but it does mean that you have a peace and a harmony that's not dividing your heart in two because you live in a world where the peace of God guards your heart and your mind. That's that's Philippians four and seven. And so this the, in order to be able to access this world, this kingdom that is that 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 has peace and harmony within it, you have to believe. And so believing then gives you that ability to access on credit a world and enjoy it right now. Now, you're accessing it on credit because somebody has paid that bill already for you. And that bill that allows for you to have this world of peace and harmony uh, uh, and live in that world, that, that bill has been paid by Jesus Christ. When he was crucified on the cross, we before, before that time were living in a world of non-peace. We were living in a world of discord and, and instability. Uh, we were living in this world that was apart, in which we were separated uh, from each other. There was contention. There's all these different things and characteristics of, of a world outside of God uh, uh, that, that lends itself to speaking to the fact that we are at, we are not at peace. But there was a requirement or a, or a payment that had to be paid in order to provide the gateway for human beings to be able to get back to a world that they had before the fall that Adam and Eve uh, uh, um, that Adam and Eve enjoyed in the garden before the fall, uh, which was a world that, that in which all their needs were supplied for, they didn't want for anything. And then when they ate, of the uh, of what they shouldn't have eaten of from the tree that they shouldn't have eaten of that whole world of peace and harmony that they had collapsed and now they're they find themselves wait naked and ashamed running and hiding attempting to cover themselves because the veil of freedom and 
and peace and harmony that they had before has now been destroyed and 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 they have been immersed into a world where the, where their awareness has been peaked to the fact or to the point that that they have cares and they have thoughts and concerns about stuff that they shouldn't be concerned about because the world of peace and harmony had contained all of that stuff for them. So whatever was happening, it didn't affect them because they lived in a different place in their hearts and in their minds and physically in, in, in physically and in their spirits, they lived in a different place. Now, there had to be a payment paid in order for one to be able to reach enter into that world of peace and harmony and that payment was that there had to be a death life had to be given and blood shed because blood is in the scripture says in the blood life is in the blood so life had to be a life had to be given and ultimately blood shed or extracted which showed that the life had been given and the life that paid the price in order to get humankind to provide the gateway for humankind to get back into this world of peace and harmony is the the, the life that was given was the life of Jesus Christ now now Jesus Christ paid that bill and then extended to humankind the credit card of belief. And all we have to do in order to re-enter into this world of peace and harmony on, on the side in which, not to say that everything in terms of, of, of challenges cease, but it is to say that in the midst of the challenge, I have peace and harmony because God protects my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus, according to Philippians 4, 7. So, so now what it requires of the human is to then take this credit card and believe that the one who has shed his blood for me has made it available through just me simply believing who he is and what he has done. And based upon that believing, I, it's extended to me on credit, a life currently right now that you can take home and enjoy right now today, which is a life of peace and harmony. And, and in that life right now today is peace and harmony. And then going on beyond there to say, eternal life within heaven with him that's powerful because what the adversary is attempting to do is to get you to not believe and in not believing you are allowing your heart to be disturbed and in allowing your heart to be disturbed you're being also a host 
for discord to be sown into your environment and also the world through the things that you're saying and talking and speaking about. This is a truth that is prevalent not only in people who are believers, but also in people who are not believers. This, this, but, but also there is this, there's, there's this pathway that allows for one to get back into the world of peace and harmony. And that is through believing because believing again the word is 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 made up it's 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 the word creditus which is where we get our english word credit believing gives us the ability to access this world um of peace and harmony now there's a distinction i want to be sure to make here uh um that in that distinction of, of, of having this world of peace and harmony is, is this distinction of believing and believing in God, believing in Jesus and re- reconciling and giving your life over to Jesus. That's, that's, that's a step. But even within, after having given your life to Jesus, that doesn't stop the enemy from attempting to, attempting to, um, execute his agenda in the population of humankind. And so he's still going to try to get into your heart or get into your mind. And so this is why we have to be watchful in the company that we keep, in the people, uh, in the conversations that we have, in the information that we consume, the things that we listen to. You always have to be watchful and watching and and being aware of what you're engaging in and what you're environment what you're what you're what you're uh immersing in but but rest assured as an individual as a believer in jesus christ you can fall on the word of god and the word of god says in philippians 4 and 7 that that the peace of god will guard that word guard is 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 a word that describes a military um um, a military, um, how should I say this? A military, uh, uh, platoon. It's not the word platoon is not what I'm looking for. A military garrison. That's what I'm looking for. A military garrison that is, that is, that is like a walled off protected by these huge blocks type garrison where one can run into and be safe from the artillery shells of the enemy that are being shot in their direction this 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 garrison becomes a safe haven where an individual can run into and be safe and and as a result of that being inside of this garrison which is Jesus Christ this this is the peace of God that surpassing that surpasses all understanding shall guard as a military garrison your heart and your mind okay so that's that's something that i want you to see in that uh so john 14 and 1 is 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 let not your heart be troubled you have the onus upon you to make that a cognitive decision to not allow your heart to be troubled or disturbed or in turbulence and then moving forward which is moving forward into discord disagreement torn apart you have that you have that onus upon you to do to do that
Uh, John 14 and 27 is, 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 is kind of an extension of John 14 and 1. What it says in John 14 and 27, it says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so it goes, it goes a little bit deeper to not allow it to be troubled or afraid. Uh, and so we, so we have this onus upon us, but that onus is upon us to, 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 so, to, to have, to, to have peace and to believe God and to operate in peace. Now, uh, I want to go further with that word peace because, um, peace is it means um, safety and welfare and prosperity. Some of the definitions of the word peace uh, are, are deal with that. It deals with safety, welfare, and and prosperity. But here, listen to this one definition about the word peace. Uh, it, it says peace and harmony make and keep things safe and prosperous. Uh, and so that that is a powerful definition of the word peace. Uh, so so it goes on. It says peace and harmony make and keep things safe and prosperous. So peace and harmony or peace and concord or peace and together hearts or peace and united hearts uh, 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 make and keep things safe and prosperous. If you're walking around the world and you're feeling like, man, it just doesn't feel safe out there, peace and unitedness is what makes and keep things safe and prosperous. So how do we answer the question of an unsafe world or how do we address the issue of an unsafe world we as individuals have to make the conscious effort to let not our hearts be troubled but we have to make that conscious effort to reconcile with our brothers and our sisters or work to have peace (coughs) or to have togetherness or to work to unite in heart or work to have concord or have hearts together uh to make that cognitive choice and decision and effort to make these things happen because peace and harmony make and keep things safe and prosperous. And so so th- th- this is an onus upon individuals in order to do in order to, and, and to accomplish uh, in order to have peace and harmony within the world. So at an individual level, you have peace and harmony by by shifting your mindset, repenting in some instances that some people may have to do to maybe you, some of you are listening and have to make this call of repentance to turn from a non-believer in Christ to turning to being a believer in Christ. And that enters an aspect of peace and harmony. But then as a believer in Christ, making this cognitive decision to let not your heart be troubled by having a conscious awareness of things and knowing where you stop and where God begins, because there are some things that there are things that you can't handle and they're for God to handle. Now, I, uh, if you sense any hesitation in my voice, I, I, I was thinking about this one, uh, scripture. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, this is, and this is, this is powerful because it kind of, it ties up with, with what we're talking about, uh, here. It's just in second Corinthians chapter one. Um, and 
I think it starts around, hold up, let me read. I'm going to bring up a different uh, translation. I'm going to bring up the New Living Translation because it reads it in a specific way um, that kind of drives home this point um, that I'm trying to make. Uh, And so, um, let's see, I think it's 3 through 11 maybe. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, 3 through 11. I'm going to start at verse number 3. Um, and this is the Apostle Paul talking to the church at Corinthian, uh, Corinth, I should say. Um, and he's talking about uh, some, some, some things that, that, that he's endured. Um, uh, let's see here. Is this, is this the verse I'm looking for? So we always confident. Just a second, let me read this because it, it it's it's where this is why this is why these are uncut. So so this could because you you just get you're getting things um and we're just talking we're having a conversation. I'm I'm not worried about editing this in any shape, form, or fashion. Um, uh, maybe it's eleven through um eleven. Uh, 11 through 19. Oh, I mean, this is chapter five. So, so what I'm looking at, I was like, it's not coming up. Now, so in my Bible, it's in chapter five. I'm looking at second Corinthians five, thinking I'm in second Corinthians one. And so that's why it wasn't coming up. And so I, I apologize for the, for the delay in bringing this up, but I, I, I have it now. I'm going back to the chapter second Corinthians chapter number one. I want to read, read to you, um, uh, this title, it starts off, the, the, this, this section has this title, God offers comfort to all. Uh, and so this is verse three, and, and, I'll, and I'll read, this is New Living Translation. So it starts, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, our merciful Father, and the source of all comfort. He comforts us. He, that's God, he comforts us in all our trouble troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. See, Remember that we're talking about believing, having access to this world of peace and harmony or comfort as is being described here. Uh, and so verse five, for the more for the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Verse six, even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. For we are confident that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in the comfort God gives us. That's the peace and the harmony. So so verse 8, we think you ought to know dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. 
we were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. And we thought we would never live through it. In fact, this is verse nine. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learn to rely on God who raises the dead. That's that that verse nine is what I was just saying to you, which is we have to know when we stop and God starts because there's a point where you you can't rely on yourself. You got to rely on God because it's going to take God to get you through. So in fact, verse nine, we expected to die. But as a result of expecting to die, the result of expecting to die is that Paul and them learned we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on God who raises the dead. And he did, this is verse 10, and he did rescue us from mortal danger and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. And you are helping us by praying for us. Then many people will give thanks to, because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. All of that is being read to you to say that God is the God of comfort. God is the one that gives you peace and harmony. And even in the midst of troubles, and uh, he gives you peace and harmony. And he's telling you, let not your heart be troubled. There may be trouble around you, but let not your heart be troubled and you let not your heart be troubled by believing in God and believing in God provides for you the access on credit to enjoy a life of peace and harmony right now because because you have believed on him and and for those of you who have not believed on him, I'd implore you to believe on him because you can't get this access to peace and harmony and, and this comfort in this world without believing on him. And so the enemies, our adversaries objective is to continue to keep you at bay and non-believing because that believing is the gateway and the key that gives you access to this world of peace and harmony and even in the and then and and so, so that's for you that don't believe but for you who do believe there is still a concerted effort of the adversary to try to get you out of your world of peace and harmony by trying to insert things in your heart and in your mind to cause for you to speak things out of your mouth to create an environment around you that is a, an environment of discord or disharmony uh, or disagreement uh, because he's trying to disrupt this world in which you are living in and so there's always this effort by the adversary to sow discord and there's always this effort by God 
aside to sow and to reap concord. And that's the opposition that's constantly at battle at, at battle in the world. Uh, this this discord and concord, concord and discord at odds with each other. And God is God is wanting for us to live in concord and to have a life and that more abundantly. And so that's what we're bringing to you today is this is this uh, is this information, this word, this 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 understanding that we need to be we need to live in a world of peace and harmony and it's a concerted effort that we have to make through a cognitive choice to let not our hearts be troubled but to believe in God. That's what we need to do. And, and, and for those of you who have not yet believed, you have an opportunity right now. The, the, the bill has already been play, paid. The bill has already been paid for the credit card of belief that has been made available to you. And all you have to do is simply believe and access on credit right now and take home and enjoy with you today a life of peace and harmony uh, that is provided to you through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you can have that life right now. And all you have to do is pray a prayer like this, or you can pray this prayer that I'm praying uh, in, in some similitude or fashion. Jesus, Lord, I believe in you. I believe you are the son of God that came and lived in the earth. You lived a perfect life and you carried all of my sins upon you to the cross to be judged on my behalf and in place of me. You were judged upon a cross and ultimately died having paid the price for all of my sins, both past, present, and future. And then you were buried. And then on the third day, you rose from the grave. And I believe that you, all these things happened to you and you did them for me. And Father, Jesus, God, right now, I confess that belief with my, in, I, I confess that belief with my mouth. I believe it in my heart. And my heart is joined with your heart. And I'm in agreement with what you have said and what your, uh, uh, what your um, pastors or evangelists or what people have been saying. Those that have been, that have been testifying to me about you. I believe that. And I am giving my life over to you. I want you to have full reign of the life that you have given me so that I can live out the purpose and the plans that you have for me. And I thank you for salvation in you. Thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice you've made for me in Jesus name. Amen. And you, you can pray that prayer. And if you just prayed that prayer uh, and you made those confessions with your mouth, and you believe those things in your heart. The scriptures say you are saved. Saved from what? You are saved from a life that would have ended in 
and and it would and it would have stayed and remained in a pet perpetual state of discord, ultimately leading to an eat a life of eternity in hell. And in hell is a real thing because the scriptures talk about those living in hell being uh, 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 you would hear weeping and gnashing of teeth because of the excruciating pain of being consistently burning in hell. That is a real thing. Now, God has made available to you through your through his son, Jesus Christ a life in heaven with him in which the streets are paved with gold and you're living in peace and tranquility all the days of your life. And he has made that available for you. And he's made that available for you right now that you can live in it right now and in, 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 in eternal life continually in that realm of uh, peace and harmony and prosperity in him. And you, by making those confessions with your mouth and believing in your heart, those things have been made available to you right now. You can access it and go home with it. You have it right now. You've accessed it. You can go home with it and live in it and enjoy it right now today. Just as if you were, just like if you were going in a store and you had a credit card and you bought something, you would be able to take it home right then and there. Now, you'd have to pay the bill later. That's the difference. That's the difference. You'd have to pay the bill later on that on that credit card expenditure you just made. What God is saying, he's already paid the bill for you. He paid the bill for you in advance and gave you credit that you can spend and enjoy a life with him right now. And so as as a believer, uh, as as one that is saved, you are considered a believer. And as a believer, you are a member of the body of Christ and the body of Christ is the church. And so uh, I would implore you to continue worshiping Jesus, keeping him absolutely first of any above any and everything he is above your family he is above your job he is above your passions and your and your purpose and destiny whatever he's above all of that he's first in all things so keep him first i would implore you to to be a student of the scriptures reading and meditating in them uh, on a daily basis uh, find yourself chewing and thinking on scriptures and thoughts that god is impressing upon your heart he has filled you with his holy spirit uh, as a believer and so you have the empowerment from him to be able to live out the life that he wants you to live out in the way that he wants you to live it out. So you need to rely on the Holy Spirit to be your guide and your counselor and, and the one and, and the one that's helping you. Uh, 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 the, the word uh, Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost uh, is this word paraclete. It, it literally means it's a, he's a helper. Uh, he, he's one that comes alongside of. So as, as a believer, you have the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, and that is the paraclete. He is the paraclete that comes beside you to help you to live out your life in the way that God has mandated for you to live it out. And so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own, own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he would direct your paths. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. We are glad you are here. This body of Christ has been strengthened because you are a believer. And uh, now uh, as a result of what you just did. And for those of you who are already believers, uh, I, I'm saying to you, 
Uh, and I'm saying to myself that we have to let not our hearts be troubled. We have to make the concerted effort to watch what we're saying, watch what we're listening to, watch the conversations that we're having, to allow our to let, to let not our hearts be troubled. And we need to continue to believe and to continue to believe in the word of God, because the word of God is 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 the protection. The word of God, it says, is medicine to our flesh. The word of God will not return unto him void. The word of God is is what helps us, is what guides us. It gives us the compass. It frames us. It gives us the protection. It gives us the peace and the harmony that keeps things safe and prosperous. Uh, it, it's the word of God. And that's what we have to continue operating by. So thank you so much for joining us in this podcast i know this one's probably i don't know this may be one that's longer than any of the other ones i don't know and i'm not really concerned about the length what i am concerned about is the content of what we're talking about uh the accuracy and the precision of what's being shared that you are made aware uh of who jesus is um because that's that's what we're after with ecclesia united we we aren't starting uh, another church the church has already been started the church the church has already been started we have been we're just joining in with the effort and the purpose that the church has and that effort and purpose is to go ye into all the world and to preach the gospel and to them that believe they'll be saved and to them that don't believe they'll be damned okay and that's what the scripture says in mark chapter 16 so you can read that for yourself then that's where that's what we're attempting to do is just simply just speak his word and, and give and give the testimony of who he is, that people would then be left with the decision to believe or not believe. That's our mandate at Ecclesia United to, to, to preach the gospel. And that's what we're going to do. So thank you so much uh, for listening to us preach the gospel on this on this installment and all of our installments here in our pack, podcast library. Um, again, join, uh, subscribe if you have not already. Um, there's other tools and resources that I would implore you uh, to to listen to um, the 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 ones I, I talked about earlier. Uh, the numbers five, seven, eight, and two. Uh, listen to those because it's going to give a great framework about what's happening in the world right now and the attention that God is trying to get of the people. Um, and and uh, also listen to the one uh, about uh, the reason. Uh, or, or I'm sorry, uh, you can listen to that one too. That's 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 a good one for you. The reason why I don't go to church. Uh, listen to that, but also listen to the one that uh, has the title, Do You Believe? Um, because that's a differentiating factor uh, uh, that separates uh, that separates uh, believer from non-believer. Uh, so thank you again for joining, and uh, we will see you uh, in the next podcast installment. Have a great one.